going to hit this record button again. All right, there we go. So welcome again to episode number four of Devoted Dish. Let's see if we number can four. make this make this happen. Boom. There we go. Things are looking good so far, Laura. All right. Nope. It's not looking good. We need no. to, we need to have our music go. And I don't want to be dancing alone. Oh, I am prepped and ready. (laughs) Here we go. Dance moves. You got music, right? Got the tunes. Devoted dish. Number oh, four. it's a, like a lingering sound this time. Yeah, was like, a away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I made that happen. But... Do it again next time. I will work on that for next <laughs> time. So um, right before this, I have to tell you guys something. Right before this, I decided to make myself something to eat really quick. I was like, I can't, I can't be hangry on the devoted dish. And so <laughs> I don't cook a lot, but when I do, I feel like it, it's okay. Um, my house right now, I'm a little worried that the fire alarms are going to go off. Like, <laughs> what did you do? I, I'm not sure, but it's really smoky. In my house. <laughs> so I want you to have the background on just in case there's flames. <laughs> just in case I like have to run out of my house. <laughs> we got you. We can keep the dish going. Keep the dish rolling. <laughs> we'll, we'll continue to dish. Oh, thank you. I, I feel like that'll make Luna go crazy. Your dog will like have oh. a hearing my fire alarms. <laughs> Luna likes to be a part of these. So, you know, <laughs> any way we can bring her in, she'll be happy. <laughs> she wants to be introduced. Um, Nicole, are you in like, are you in the Arizona office? Is that where you are? I am. Yes. Oh, that's, I don't know that I've ever really even seen the Arizona office. So that's pretty Maybe afterwards, I'll take you on a tour, Laura. It's beautiful. Oh. <laughs> Be honored. I love this. So um, we obviously have a guest on today. Stephanie, who do we have uh, joining us? We've got our very first female guest, which we are very excited about. Nicole Blue is joining us, as you said, from Arizona. Um, and so we've got a lot to dish about today because AEP is done kind of in that in-between phase between January 1st and the kickoff of OEP. So we're going to talk about all of those things. Um, Laura, do you want me to do an intro first and then pass it over? Do you want to like kind of recap from last week before we do an intro? Yeah, let's just recap real quick. Um, if you haven't had a chance to listen to our other dishes, um, go back and listen. They're fun. They're great things to take on the go. And uh, our last one we were talking about, um, you know, ways to uh continue to engage in election periods um, and closing out our AP, right? We were like in that last week, we were in that, let's, uh, let's, let's end this thing. And uh, so we're talking about closing it out, talking about referrals is a great way to continue to grow our business as we look into um, this time of year. And so just one thing on the referrals, we always said like, hey, we're going to come back if there's ever anything we want to talk about again. So one thing on the referrals is just, you know, we want to make sure everyone feels comfortable with referrals and how they work. And so a couple quick reminders on referrals is one, um, we can never take uh, phone numbers and names and call people right from a referral. Um 
And uh, one of the best ways to really go into asking for referrals is to give them your business card, right? And allow them to be the ones to go out and um, tell people about about you uh, when they're ready to do so. And so just want to make sure everyone feels good that, you know, again, those are some of the rules around it. It's not a high pressure sales uh, type of um, tactic, you know, where we're not, we're not telling people they have to give us a referral. It's just an opportunity to say, Hey, you know, if there's other people out there, there's other friends or family members that you think could benefit from this plan, um, or from me, uh, being their agent, here's my, my card. Love that. Good reminders. And a nice little segue from last, the last episode into this episode. Yeah. So what, so um, you want to do uh, a little bit more of the intro then? Yeah. I just want to make sure we didn't miss anything from the last one yeah. before we jump into the first one or this this next one. So as we said, Nicole Blue joining us from Arizona. She is an Arizona native. She was born in Yuma. Um, she's a proud Arizona State University grad. Go Sun Devils, right? Sun Devils? Yeah. All right. All right. Um, she's been in the Medicare space for 13 years, covering a really wide variety of roles within that, including customer service, telesales, field agent, sales manager, and now she's a director out in Arizona. Um, few things that she loves, dogs, wine. I feel like we can be best friends now. Yeah. And then <laughs> even more exciting, she's engaged to be married in 2024, which is super exciting. Super exciting. So and real yeah. quick, I had to look up what a Sun Devil logo would look like. <laughs> It's holding a pitchfork. It's a pitchfork. I was like, well, I wonder what that, like, how, what's that mascot? So even better, Laura, if you guys have an opportunity or anyone that's listening, uh, Google my high school mascot. It was the Yuma Criminals. And very interesting background. Our high school was essentially uh, started in a, uh, a prison that was shut down. So um, very interesting history there. If you've ever seen 310 to Yuma, uh, it is based off um, the train that would uh, go into Yuma, Arizona. So uh, even more interesting is my high school mascot. Um, I'm pretty sure this is the face that it's making. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> it's a frowning, like... Yes. <laughs> very fierce. Sounds very fierce. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, Nicole, if I'm not mistaken, you are doing a destination wedding, correct? Um, I'm actually getting married here in Phoenix. Oh, so okay. In February. So it's going to be perfect weather. It's actually not too far from the devoted office. It's gonna Are be you having the reception at the devoted office? Yeah. Um, no, you know, considered it Stephanie, but decided not to. <laughs> Stephanie, it's a destination wedding for you and I when we get our invites. <laughs> That's, well, I mean, yes, we are part of the, the bridal party. So right. we'll be there for sure. <laughs> Speaking of also a happy birthday to Stephanie because she just celebrated it. So now everyone knows it's your birthday. Thanks. Woo. Yeah, it was a fun weekend. It was a super fun weekend. I know I was telling one of my friends, I'm like, I feel like I should be scared to be turning 40, but like I'm not. Like I think if it's I'm loving this. <laughs> did your weekend consist of wine and dogs? <laughs> it did, oddly <laughs> enough. <laughs> all the great things. <laughs> all, the, all the positives. <laughs> um, so yes, we are actually here to talk about more than wine and dogs, shockingly enough. I know. Maybe next We're... episode we'll change it up. We'll sprinkle it in. Um, 
So like we talked about at the beginning, AEP has come to a close. We've got 1-1 readiness, January 1st, right around the corner, OEP right around the corner. And so Nicole really wanted to talk to you and get your expert opinion on a lot of things that we can do kind of in this quote unquote downtime when it comes to engaging with members um, now that AEP is closed before OEP kicks off. And so really want to just kick it off very broadly and get your get your take on what might be some really great ways to engage with members now that we're kind of post AEP. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, excited to be able to talk to you ladies about this and um, have the opportunity to talk about what has worked for me in the past. I want to kick it off really by just making sure that everybody realizes like you can't be your best self if your cup's not full. And as brokers, we have all been working so hard really since June, right? Broker rollouts are starting earlier and earlier every year. And then you go right into that pre-AEP work and right into AEP. So first and foremost, take the time to refill your own cup. Take some rest, engage with your families. You know, you guys, we sacrifice a lot in this industry uh, this time of year uh, to be available to our clients and to build our book of business up. So it is important that you do spend that time with your family and your friends, you know, get ca caught up on sleep, get caught up on your, your TV shows just to refill that cup. But it is also really important to know that the work doesn't stop on December 8th because there's a lot that needs to be done to ensure that your clients are prepared for one one with their new insurance. Um, so really, Stephanie, it's it's just making sure that your client is well informed first and foremost, and that they have done everything they need to do to be successful come um, the new year. So making sure that they have their ID cards, making sure that they understand that on midnight on 1231, that their old plan will end and their new plan takes over. Um, what to do in case an emergency happens, you know, um, during that that holiday time, uh, what plans to use. Mm -hmm. Make sure that they are well informed that, hey, you have some exciting benefits coming up uh, with your new health plan. Making sure they understand, you know, their fitness benefits. If they have a food and home card with Devota Health, being uh, aware of the devoted dollars that they can earn. So just making sure that they are informed and well prepared for one one. And so when we think about the book of business and the amount of clients that brokers are potentially looking at, do you have recommendations on efficient ways to communicate with these members kind of in that in-between time as we have hopefully large books of business with many clients and members that are getting ready for, for a new plan? Yeah, I'm a big fan of templates, right? Um, so first and foremost, phone calls are great, right? But hopefully, as you said, you have a lot of clients and you don't really want to be making 400 phone calls, uh, you know, between now and the holidays. But having templates available in your email that you can send off to those clients that you know do email, right? That they are receptive to it, they look at them. Um, so having those templates where you can go in there and easily customize them and send those out. Um, you know, phone calls are going to be necessary for those individuals that are not tech savvy, um, and it doesn't have to be long. We know that we have intentions of those phone calls not being long. But sometimes they want to talk and that's fine. Um, but just really being strategic about how you outreach to each client, because some folks, um, you know, are tech savvy. They, they like text messages. And so it's so easy to do a generic text message, but make it personal. I always uh, coach my agents. 
is when you are meeting with somebody, take some nuggets down. Like what is their dog's name or what are their grandkids' names? What big events do they have coming up? And that way you can build that into your template to say, I hope, you know, your dog, uh, you know, Fluffy is doing well and on the mend from his injury or whatever it is, right? So just, you know, being prepared, doing that work ahead of time. Um, I'm a big believer that business planning, right? You have to, you have to be prepared three months in advance. And so having that already built out so that it is just a, it's just another check mark you have to do. You don't have to create new communications. It's already built for you. Your job is to just send it off. Organization, Stephanie, that's the big yeah. part. It's being organized um, and then just doing it. I'm also a big believer in time blocking. Um, especially this time of year, it's so easy to get distracted and be overwhelmed with what you have to do. This doesn't have to be a big time thief. Uh, you know, an hour each morning to just take care of a block of your clients and do that outreach uh, really does make a big difference. Love that. So when we think about um, all of the different things to become ready. You talked about the ID cards, making sure they understand emergency prep as we go into a new year, what we might need to do in between those, um, in between timeframes. What, are there any other like checklist items as agents get ready for OEP that you would recommend for them to kind of start working through? Like you said, planning is everything. So what might be some of those checklist items as we're kind of moving forward that they might want to get ahead of? Yeah. So from a client perspective, something I've seen recently is making sure that your clients understand how um, some of those newer benefits work and, and give backs, for example. Right. Um, most carriers now have some type of Part B buy down or give back plan. Um, but folks still think that they should be receiving a check early on. Um, they're not going to get checks. Right. This is something that is deducted out of their Social Security. So making sure that those folks are very knowledgeable about that because that does cause a lot of confusion. And if you can nip that in the bud before 1-1 and making sure that they're uh, prepared for that, that I think is key, is making sure folks understand fully how their benefits work. Um, you know, but from a broker standpoint and, and, and planning, um, OEP is a big opportunity. The work doesn't stop there. That is your opportunity to really seek out new clients and new opportunities for the rest of the year. So, um, you know, now is the time when it is kind of low and quiet to sit here and reflect back on this year. What worked for me? What didn't work for me? What opportunities did I see other people exceeding at that I didn't necessarily try? And start making that plan and have that plan ready to go in January. Um, really just building the blocks for a successful year because, you know, there's so much opportunity out there and the competition is fierce and we know that, right? Um, so making sure that you are making those connections and, you know, pushing yourself to new opportunities. Um, you know, there's always a new door to be open. You just got to go and find it and knock on it. And if they don't answer, knock again. And I, I love that you talked here too about... Um, about this piece of reaching out to your book of business and making sure they feel comfortable with their plan and their benefits and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, a, a couple of things I see that probably comes from this, right, is that um, not only, so you don't get that a lot, right? You don't get that actual physical, like phone call, checking in on you, but it's gonna reduce complaints, right? You would rather them ask you the question um, or concern if they have it 
up front before it turns into a potential complaint or um, uh, issue, you know, for that agent. But then I think if someone did have a question or a concern, right, and they thought at first, oh, well, I'll probably, you know, make a complaint about this or something like that. If you make that phone call and you make that outreach, they probably also think, man, this person is like on it. Like, I can't wait to tell other people about this individual and how they were able to help me and how they reached out to me and how they made this touch point. Um, and I also think the holidays can sometimes be lonely times. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think having that individual just make that phone call. Hey, how you doing? It doesn't have to be all work, right? It can also just be like, you know, just checking in. It was so nice to meet you, things like that. And I love that you talked about those little nuggets that you can even, um, you know, bring up too. Yeah. Yeah. And Laura too, you know, from a broker standpoint, we know that our members have to be, you know, have to be on that plan for, um, you know, for for a certain period of time, or else that's a rapid disenrollment, right? And so, at Devoted Health, we do such a good job with member communication right off the bat. Before somebody's even a member with us, we're sending text messages. You know, they have access to their member portal once that ID number is there. Um, you know agents really need to make sure that they're utilizing those tools and and telling their clients, hey, Devoted's here for you, but I'm also here for you. And that's what I love about this organization is we do our part to make sure that our members are prepared, right? So really, we do take a lot of that heavy burden off the agent and say, trust us, we're going to take care of your clients now that they're with us. But at the end of the day, you have a, such a good point, Laura, is that people love the phone calls. They love the the, the personal touches. Um, I love to tell the story. I will never forget when I was a field agent, I did a handwritten card to someone that I met with and she actually didn't enroll, but I did the handwritten letter to let her know that I was very um, honored that she let me meet with her, invited me into her home, present the plans. And she called me basically in tears and said, I haven't received a handwritten note in years. And it meant so much to me to get this. And so don't underestimate this time of year what a simple card to somebody will do to their spirits, um, especially during the holidays. You know, we're all excited for this, but for some folks, especially our seniors, mm-hmm. this isn't the happiest of the times. And so if we can just make that extra phone call, you know, that one letter to them to say, thank you for your time. I'm here for you. Happy holidays. It really could make a difference. And, you know, and that helps with referrals too. Absolutely. Also, um, quick plug too. We have happy holiday cards on our marketing storefront. So, (laughs) and thank you cards. So you can, you can grab those from our storefront with your burger bucks that you've earned through our star sellers program. Boom. That was like three plugs in one. (laughs) Wink, 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 wink. (laughs) I'll do the Yuma high school criminal. (laughs) I hope that that is the screen of our next episode that goes out on the website is Laura winking with the Yuma High School face. I love this. This is so great. Um, I was going to say, Laura, it's just like your background. It says every member is family. And I think that is something that is so true. And as we go into the holiday season, yeah, there's a lot of warm feelings that come from that. But depending on your situation, it may not be the case. And so... This is another opportunity to create that family connection um, and have them feel like there is family, even if they may not have family. As the agent, as the carrier, we can be that family as well. Um, So I think all of that is so wonderful. And Nicole, the story you told of the letter and the woman that called you back, I think 
speaks volumes for the the possibility and the options and again just that potential connection because you never you never know what their story is or what their experience is and so a little bit of kindness can always go a long way yeah. And again, you know, I can't stress enough. It's it's so easy to want to just, you know, not work right now. But from a broker perspective, it is so important that you are blocking that time out to make those connections um, because, you know, folks have OEP to switch and we want to keep them happy from an agent perspective. We're doing our, our job. We just want to make sure that you are doing everything you possibly can. Um, and so it is important and it's it's not only professional, but it's meaningful and it's personal. And that's what this business is about, right? Treating everybody like family and doing the right thing. So um, I always say this is kind of the fun time of year, Stephanie, like this is where you really get to do kind of that, like that makes you feel good in the, in the heart uh, type of work, so. Yeah, because I think about, obviously you want that member to have a very seamless experience. And so going into that January 1st date, as that new plan kicks in, you obviously want to make sure that they feel equipped and educated and ready to go, which then as an agent makes your job easier because you're handling fewer and fewer of those potential challenges because you've done the, the work up front to make sure that everyone is set and ready to roll. Yeah. And I want to add one more thing to that, too. Um, at Devota Health, we have, you know, member incentives for them to get their health screenings. And, you know, so I always, you know, I like to remind folks is, hey, let's go ahead and make sure that you have your first uh, uh, appointment with your doctor scheduled within the first 90 days of being on the health plan. Not only does this help us on the health plan side from a SARS perspective, but it really does ensure that your member gets into their provider um, for those routine checkups. And, they tend to have a better experience, right, than going in there first time when they're sick. If it's a new provider, they go in there and they have that opportunity to meet them and, you know, do that annual physical. Um, you know, that really does help also with the, the retention of that provider and making sure that they have a positive experience. Because let's be honest, if the first time we see somebody, we have a pounding headache, we don't feel well, um, that our perception is not going to be as positive as if we go in there and say, Hey, I'm going to go ahead and get my physical done, get this done within the first quarter. Um, you know, so that's really important too, is to make sure that you are um, encouraging your clients to get in and get those screenings done it, as much as we don't necessarily want to get colorectal cancer screenings or our mammograms, right? It's a necessity. And it's ultimately going to help that member, that client later on down the road, if they just go ahead and get that taken care of. So, um, you know, I wanted to make that plug because it is important and we all tend to procrastinate those routine visits to the doctors. I agree. I think that's such a, such a good thing. Or even, you know, Hey, if you want like all three way over to your doctor with you to help even make that appointment is even taking it one step further um, to, to help them in doing that. I'd also maybe even say too, um, you know, if they have a question that you're not sure of the answer to is call three way into our guide team with them and let them experience our customer service, let them experience our guides. Um, I, I think again, you know, you're their agent and you're someone that they trust and they're going to go to with their questions. So help them to also get to experience us and experience the trust that they can build with our customer service, because we're there to help answer those really difficult questions. And if you haven't experienced our customer service yet, it's really just, it's one of a kind. Yeah, it's such a good call out, Laura. Um, when I was listening to Kent's uh, 
uh, podcast episode last week, he talked about the call and close opportunity. And that is not just for the point of sale, right? That is something we always want folks to take advantage of is making sure that if there's an opportunity to connect with the guy, do that three-way call. Um, it is impactful and it does really build that confidence in the member that they can call into us and they don't always have to go to the broker. Um, of course, you know, as a broker, you want your clients to call you, right? Um, but we also want to prove a to our clients, but also to our brokers that we got it covered and we are going to take care of um, every member like family. 100%. I was going to circle back kind of to where we started. Nicole, you were talking about you know, there's only so much to give if your cup is not full, right? Mm -hmm. Taking care of yourself, do those things, take the rest. Um, what if someone doesn't know how to relax? What are what are your recommendations, ideas of ways to maybe refill and maybe ways that they can learn how to do that um, as they go through this process? Because I'm sitting here thinking, okay, there are some things I know that I do well and like help me relax, but maybe it's, um, I don't I don't know. I don't know what to do. Help me out. Well, we're really lucky out here, Stephanie, because we have sunshine most days. It's a little overcast, but I will tell you, don't underestimate what a walk will do for you or just getting outside. You know, I tell my team this all the time. I'm like, you guys are busy. If you need to take time and go for a walk, you know, I encourage sometimes walking one-on-ones with my team mm -hmm. um, and to, to get outside, move your body, get some sunshine. Um, it helps so much. My One of my favorite things to do is just find a podcast. You know, I, I'm a big true crime fan. I love listening to true crime podcasts, but I also love listening to business podcasts and motivational podcasts. Put that in and just go for a walk or go for a hike. Um, you know, so that's something that I find very helpful, moving your body. Mm -hmm. Also, getting into a good book. You know, what's a what's a book that you've been wanting to read recently that you're just like, I don't have time for this. I don't want to start it. Um, you know, if you have the means to do so, yoga, yoga classes mm -hmm. are great um, for the mind, meditations. There's so many great free uh, resources online that you can download meditations or, you know, just even like self-help um, podcasts or discussions. And so, you know, finding what really calls to you. But I'm a big believer in just getting outside and moving your body um, and keeping that phone sometimes, keeping it away. You don't need to have it with you all the time. So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah. there's so many different things you can do. Play with your dogs, uh, you know, meet some friends. That's a big one. Meet some friends you have not connected with recently. I was just going through my Christmas list that I was sending cards the other day. I was like, this person lives two miles from me and I have not seen them in three months, have not spoken to them, you know, so make those calls and say, let's meet up for coffee or, you know, wine, cocktail hour, whatever, um, and just reconnect with folks and not talk shop all the time. That's so true. I hung out with some friends this weekend and had like those belly laughs that you're like crying and you cannot stop. I'm like, I have not felt this level of joy in so long. It just feels so good to connect with humans and yeah. laugh and just be silly. Yeah. So I, yes, agree with all of that. And now I want to go for a walk. <laughs> we got to wrap this up. Okay, bye. <laughs> one other thing too, Stephanie, um, and this is a, one of my goals for next year is to be giving back more. Um, you know, we work so much with our seniors and our communities as a broker, it's not just, you're not just working with seniors, right? And your clients, you're working with your providers, your community partners, um, you know, uh, talking, 
recently I was listening to, um, I think it was episode one or two that you did with Jimmy and he was talking about how you like build your book of business, um, you know, asking what people need, but make sure you do that outside of the walls of work as well. Um, because if you can give back to your communities on your own time, whether that means going to a, you know, a shelter and volunteering to take dogs for a walk, or it is going to a community center or, you know, a, a you know, a nursing home and doing some caroling. That is so, so important. And oftentimes it's easy to just say, I'll get to that. And then you forget to make it a part of your daily routine or your weekly or your monthly routine. So find a way to give back to your community because um, I will say, I think along with walks, that is one way that refuels me, uh, mm -hmm. spirit, soul, heart. Don't do it enough. So I want to do that next year. I love that. That's great advice. Laura, did you have any other hard-hitting questions for our guests today? I don't have hard-hitting questions. I'm excited to hear what your non-hard-hitting, sometimes I feel like is hard-hitting question is going to be for the day, though. We've gone deep. We've gone shallow. <laughs> We've got all kinds of in-between. everywhere. <laughs> everywhere in between. Um, so thank you, Nicole, for all of your insights with regards to kind of how to engage with members during this time, different opportunities to refuel yourself, your soul, um, as we go into a specifically busy time frame, potentially for families as we roll into holidays. So we're going to lighten it up. We can close it out with the random question of the day. Laura, do you have any guesses? No, no. <laughs> Like none at all. I feel like so you I'm gonna be... you've been all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I was because for those who are listening, Laura just got back from Disney. So I was going to make you pick your favorite princess. And if you were a princess, which princess would you be? <laughs> but Laura hates princesses. <laughs> so we're going to go a different direction. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to answer the question, you're welcome to. But the question that we're going to go with today is what is your all-time hands-down favorite Christmas movie that you cannot go a season without watching and you'd watch it if it, you just found it on TV first of all I want to say this Die Hard is not a Christmas movie all oh right. my gosh yes Ooh. it is oh <laughs> It is not a Christmas movie. All right. So with that said, I just had a huge debate about this recently and I felt very compelled to just put my opinion out there. I don't, it's not a Christmas movie, but with that said, I'm so, sorry, Laura. Dagger, um, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I will say Elf. Um, I know it's such an easy, easy, you know, uh, answer, but I will tell you, I just, it's, you talk about those belly laughs, Stephanie, like, I just laugh. It, it is so silly and so ridiculous, but it's just such a fun movie, yes. um, you know, and you can watch it as a family and it's just, I love it. So I'll say Elf. It's such a great call. Such a great movie. I love that movie too. I'm going to go with Grinch. Um, I just wait, love wait, wait, wait. Which one? The yeah, yeah, yeah. The one with Jim Carrey. Um, okay. Yep. Yeah, Jim Carrey, Grinch. I, um, Man, I used to watch that movie on repeat outside of even Christmas, like for sure. <laughs> now it does come on and I'm like, okay, I can literally say every single word to this movie. So maybe I shouldn't be watching this anymore, but it's still just such a classic. And I love how excited people get in that movie for Christmas. And my daughter wants me to do her hair in Cindy Lou Who style tomorrow. I have no clue how I'm going to do it. So I'm like super nervous. If anyone has tips on that, I'll take them. 
I cannot wait to see pictures of this. Oh man, it's I don't know. Because <laughs> it's like kind of a puff at the top, isn't it? With like a yeah. Someone said a water bottle. Like if I put a water Ooh. bottle in there, that like can hold it. Yeah. It. <laughs> I feel bad for her because I don't think it's gonna end the way that she wants it to. <laughs> Lots, Lots of, of hairspray. We want to see. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll share. I'll share. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I cannot wait to see that. That will be fantastic. Um, I'm I appreciate like the tension. You got to have a little bit of tension in every conversation. The diehard, con I can't wait. I too bad we don't have comments turned on on our YouTube channel. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like Nicole, you might be in the minority if you get if you saw the comments comment on that. That's okay. Maybe we can turn them on for this episode just to you know just, just to for see. the. I, I would love it. I, I feel like people um, are strong about that opinion. <laughs> although I will firmly camp myself with Nicole in that it is not a Christmas movie. So like, I am with you 100%. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Happy to help. Um, my go-to Christmas movie, Cannot Go a Season Without It, is White Christmas. It is old school and... I feel like I was born in the wrong era. Like I genuinely feel like I was supposed to be in like the fifties and sixties. And so I just love Bing Crosby and it's just, we used to watch it every Christmas Eve growing up as a child. And so it is like my go-to Christmas movie and I love it so much. I sing every word, know all the words. It is hands down my favorite. I can't tell you the last time I watched that movie. And now I feel like I have to look up which, um, where I can watch it like what what's it on it's, it's on Netflix okay yeah um, I also have never like fully watched and you're gonna probably be like I can't believe you've never watched this the family lampoon's Christmas vacation like I haven't fully watched it I've only seen same three. I haven't okay. either okay oh right. I'm glad I'm not the only one <laughs> you're not but and that would probably be my boys like hands down favorite Christmas movie yeah, I feel like a lot of people love that movie. <laughs> it is iconic in its own way, I do feel. All right, where can I watch White Christmas? What What do you think? What channel? It's on Netflix until Netflix. December okay. 31st. Done. All right. Add it to the list. It's long. Yeah. It's a very long movie. That's okay. <laughs> so get your snacks, get your wine, get your blankets. Snuggle get your dogs. Snuggle your dogs. <laughs> and the dogs. <laughs> that was it that was our question right. well thank you um Semi, for a great question and thank you nicole for um all the great information and yeah and questions throughout this should we should we end with a, a dance party as we should and a little, and a little music yeah all thanks right. for dishing with that? us nicole yeah thank you for having me ladies i appreciate the opportunity this is fun this was fun let's see uh, make sure you can hear it. Can you hear it? Did it fade out again? No. Yeah. All right. <laughs> great try, though. Well, I think we'll see everyone next year, right? All right. Yeah. Have a great holiday. 
Happy Thank holidays. Thank you, ladies. See you next year. Happy holidays. Bye. Bye.